Uh, this one's a tough one. I mean, you guys ask for it, so let's talk about it. Sometimes it's so hard because you start to grow within yourself and you want better things and you move on. And the people we love that are around us, our friends, they don't exactly grow with us. But what do we do? I mean, we don't want to offend them, hurt them, and we kind of have attachment to them. And yet, we know if we don't break out from that group, we might never kind of reach where we want to go, and we might stay stuck where we are. No worries. Today, I'm going to cover that one on how to figure out if you need to move on and what to do to do it. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast, the place where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. You don't already know me. My name is Mindful Muslima, and I'm kind of like a big sister in the community. I am a licensed educator, a mom of five, and I love, and I even geek out talking about mindful living practices, and I help sisters kind of like merge modern day life and trends and Sunnah style living, and it's a, it's a pretty unique conversation because there's actually so many trending stuff out there about like mindfulness you know um, gentle this and positive that but not all of it is based in the sunnah or should be practiced by muslims we have to be able to weed out what is like for us and what isn't so i make it super easy for you i do all the homework and i have all the tough conversations so this is a podcast where we talk about love relationships inspiration motivation, organization, all kinds of things. Um, today we're going to be talking more about something with relationships because you guys have requested it and kind of like that's what happens. I recently put an IG post about um, friendship and you guys really liked it. You kind of went crazy on it about um, it was about um, how our friends, like our real friends, our good friends, are supposed to help elevate us to the next level of ourself. You know, as far as self-growth, but also with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're not supposed to have them kind of tear us down or hold us back. And then I also put a podcast, so that was the IG post. I put a podcast on... Um, can men and women just be friends and oh my gosh you guys really responded to that one i got so many messages and just so many shares and apparently like it was something that was definitely on your guys mind so jazakallah here for helping me cover that and for giving me all of your insights responses comments like words of appreciation guys i love the fact that you're always letting me know exactly what's working for you and helping you and i got so many thank yous for that one so thank you guys for kind of like communicating and making it easy for me to know exactly what you guys need in our family and um you know a lot of people in the dms they've been telling me about these amazing transformations they've been making like oh i've been listening to your podcast you know now i'm changing this way and i'm growing that way and it sounds like really great but some of you are mentioning that and then telling me a new problem that you're now um kind of encountering and it's it's totally normal and this is what happens when people grow and it's basically along the lines of, um, you know, them making these amazing transformations. It could be college women, just women chasing their careers, newlyweds, moms, homeschoolers, people that are just trying to change things about their self and their life. But what happens is they're now realizing there's a new problem, which is the people they 
love to be around that group of friends that used to be like really great to be with is maybe not so great to be with anymore because they're holding them back into their old habits or they're just influencing them in such a way that's kind of turning out to be negative or they've kind of realized they might not be the best people but they're struggling with what to do as they're growing and I just want to say also you guys are really showing up and making the effort to better yourself and to turn your life around and in turn kind of indirectly others you know the lives of others that you love so I just wanted to really commend you guys for joining this family and joining this journey and saying yeah I want to be happier and yeah I want to be more successful and I understand that I have a lot to do with that I control my success I control my happiness I control all my choices I'm not just like a victim of circumstance and I love that you guys are embracing that growth mindset and you're taking on these challenges and as you're doing them you're coming up with new questions and that's when you're reaching out to me and that is the process guys that means you're definitely doing a great job in growing so I just want to say thank you for joining this family thank you for subscribing and really just creating such value for all of us and eventually i'm inshallah i'm going to be having like a facebook group so you guys can all chat with one another because i love that you guys share out stuff you give me like awesome reviews you give me dms but i want us to all also talk together so I'm, i can't wait for that I also can't wait for some courses like you guys have really been giving me like awesome feedback and telling me everything you want and so many of you want marriage courses about love like you want to have love but you want to have it the right way and it's so hard because the information out there it's just it's not the best so I know that guys so I'm listening to everything I've been even putting stuff on my IG stories you guys have been telling me so much I've been writing all that down putting it into courses and they are going to come out very soon so if you subscribe you'll know the latest information of when my marriage course releases I also um, put out a parenting freebie that I now just also revamped and so that is free and it is like a good like mini mini 10 pages ebook or something it's it's actually chock full of like the foundation of how to be an awesome Muslim parent so I'm super excited and I'm going to post it on my IG probably by today or tomorrow also putting that out so thank you guys for subscribing being part of our family and constantly giving me what you need so that i can create it and and put it right back out there so thank you thank you just really want to say that because i don't often get a chance to do that so today's topic is basically an extension of our conversation on friendship and like i said i did this because of the ig post you guys um spoke to me but also because of the um podcast about you know, can men and women be friends? But let's talk now about the topic of today, which is basically what you guys were mentioning in, in my DM. And so I wanted to have kind of like a little heart to heart with all you guys. I feel like there's certain things I would share with my family, with my close friends. And to me, you guys are really becoming that. And so I wanted to talk to you really earnestly about a really tough subject, the one you guys are bringing up, which is like, how do you deal with people you like been with forever, love or care about, but you might have to let go or spend a lot less time with them. Now, as you can imagine, they're not going to take that well. And it, depending on what kind of a person you are, you might go through some really difficult internal stuff with 
watching them not be so okay with it or even telling them that this is something you have to do. It really depends on your personalities out there. So I'm going to give you some really great tips today on how to find out if you might have outgrown your circle of friends and um, kind of what you can do to get that going where you might have to pull away from them. And that's something that we all have to do. So I'm going to help you kind of decide and then take next steps. And I've had to go through this, guys, like so many times. It's so hard. But believe me, sometimes if you stay stuck in that place, that's the reason you're going to stay unhappy. And I want to kind of, I know this is not like the best example, but I do want to share this one. I want you guys to imagine like an alcoholic. Now this alcoholic has finally come to the realization that they need to like stop drinking. And then they stop drinking. They go through a program. Now, mind you, all of their previous friends were like awesome drinkers and partiers and they would meet regularly in certain places. So once that person has come beyond their circumstance and said, hey, I'm going to be a different level of myself, a better version of myself. If they go back and hang out with those friends, what do we imagine is going to happen, guys? I mean, it's kind of obvious. There's no way they're not going to take a drink. It's, there's no way they're not going to fall back into the, the lower version of themselves. So it's kind of like that because it's really, you know, drinking, it's very easy to see. But the prophet, peace be upon him, he talked to us about the people who their faults are not easy to see. And those are actually the ones who are more dangerous. Like the person who like blatantly sins and everybody knows they're doing haram. It's like so out in the open is like, you know, that's kind of obvious. That's not the dangerous person. That's not the dangerous Muslim. The dangerous Muslim is the one who's a munafiq, the one who's a hypocrite, the one who seemingly looks like they're doing the right thing, but on the down low, they're just really not. And so it's really dangerous because many of us are in places where there's things that we're doing or ways that we're being that they're not the best, but people can't like actually see it outright, but we know it's happening and that's okay guys, but we have to address it. So this is what you guys are doing. You're addressing it, realizing that these people might not be the best and you need to move on. So we're going to dive right into that now. And, you know, I just wanted to say that whatever I'm sharing with you guys are from what I understand or what you need, your personal, um, um, opinions and things you shared with me. And if there's anything that I've left out or that you want to add, please don't hesitate to DM me so we can talk about it even more. Okay, let's get to it. So how do we decide? So the first thing I want to say, because I've seen this a lot, I don't know how to say this gingerly, but I just, I don't know, like I just have to throw it out there. The first suggestion I would say in deciding is stay humble. Stay humble, guys, because the shaitan, he likes to kind of make us feel things that we don't really mean to feel but sometimes it just happens we don't even realize it so there's like there's these groups that sometimes the Mashiach they talk about like about like the ones who are like you know supposedly like totally lost and they're away from Islam and the ones that sometimes like after they've been that way they come back to Islam and they just start to feel like oh, I'm on the dean now, so, you know, these other people, they're not on the dean. And they become, like, super judgmental of other people who are not as, as quote-unquote, good of a Muslim, and they start to really categorize them. Now, sometimes it happens with people they don't know, but sometimes it happens with their own friends, with their own family. They start becoming, especially if they're, like, they go into da'wah and stuff like that, like, they start to get really, like, preachy and, like, super, like, I'm better than you, and, like, not, we don't all do that, and I totally know that. I'm totally aware, but I do want to say that it's, it is sometimes a problem for people when you get to this, this next level, like you start to wear your hijab well, you start to change and dress more modestly, you stop listening to music, like you start doing things that you feel are bringing you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by like stopping, you know, the disobeying him and stuff like that, like whatever it is that you're doing, like everybody has a different 
thing, you know? But the point is sometimes it can make us have kibr, which is like arrogance. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, exp- explained to us that people with even you know, like a mustard seed of arrogance will not even be able to smell Jannah, you know? So subhanAllah, it just goes to show that being arrogant is super frowned upon. So sometimes we do get a little bit arrogant as we're becoming better and just be really careful to keep humbling yourself. Like imagine the Sahaba or like any other, the Tabi'in, the people back in the day that they used to like become better and they're in a society of people that are not so awesome. And sometimes those people were, were their family and friends. And they were always um, never arrogant, right? And instead, they were always kind of like just worrying that they were not doing enough. They just were always thinking, gosh, I got to be even better and better. And oh my gosh, I just want to tell you guys, I am from New York City. And so I'm constantly, um, no matter where I I record, I'm in New York City. So there's like a horn honking. There's like something, sirens going. Like there's just no way. It's just like the heartbeat of the city. So you guys get to enjoy it with me. If you hear it at all, I'm sorry. I'm doing my best, but this is this is real life and this is how it goes. So yeah, sometimes we're growing, right? And that that's what happens. So Rasulullah also I do want to like just mention because I think looking at how he handled things that we're gonna go through is just so beneficial. He never made people feel bad. Like he was just known for making everybody feel like they were his favorite. Like can you imagine somebody that like everybody's like, no, I'm his favorite. No, I'm his favorite. He had to have made them feel super special. And he made these people feel special even if they weren't the best of believers. Even if they weren't, you know, this or that. He just didn't judge people and he was kind and good with everyone. And he was just smiling and and generous, empathetic and just, you know, super polite. So I want to say is regardless of of what internally is happening to us, the way we deal and interact with other people should not be any less than the the examples that were given to us from the Sunda. So that's something just try to keep in your back of your mind. I know it's hard. You're going to go through stuff. If you just start, if it gets rough inside your head or inside your heart, just say, and just keep like, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help to just help that like internal warfare. It's called jihad and nafs. Jihad and nafs. It's like this, this, this war in your chest that is just you're battling it on a constant basis. It's like the 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 toughest thing, and that's okay. We're, it's normal. We just gotta like take it day by day. And the second thing is, it goes into the second part, which is I know these seem like super like you know, like, oh, that's so like fluffy. Could you give me something more concrete? No, this is it, guys. This is what you need to do. Keep that in the back of your head, I promise. And the second one is it goes into just constantly converse with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why do I say this? Like sometimes women, they message me about problems with their husband. They're like, oh, my husband this, or oh, this, that, you know, my mom, my mother-in-law. The truth is, guys, the hearts of those people, sometimes we can say words to them, but it will never penetrate their heart because they just, they can't hear it from us. So you have to talk to the one who is the creator of all hearts, the creator of all humans, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I've had so many women, I've given them this advice and they've come back and be like, oh my gosh, that, that worked. I tried to talk to XYZ person forever and it was not working, but that totally worked. So like in the deep night, great helpful thing is you talk to Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about all your problems with that person with that group whatever and if you can't do the deep night try do fajr if you can't do fajr just try to do it any time to be honest but the most effective time is the last third of the night because there's so much barakah the angels you know come down and they record all of our du'as all these things great that's like the most potential of a time but anytime alhamdulillah is good to just really pour your heart out to Allah 
talking to this person and that person, taking their opinion on your problems, guys, it will not change that person's heart, but Allah is the turner of hearts. So please don't forget that step. Second step is really important. The third one in deciding is go with your gut. Go with your gut, guys. Like you don't need me to tell you whether or not that group is not good for you anymore. You don't need this person that. You just know. You just know it's just not good for you. Go with your gut. The Prophet Peace Be Upon Him used to talk about that. Like when you feel something is not right, you can just, sometimes it's like indescribable. You just got to do it. You might have to decide if a, if a certain person is toxic for you in your life, you know, and, and maybe you need to let them go and that's okay. Um, or, you know, maybe it's different like that. Maybe you have friends that you don't want to let them go. They're not toxic, but you want to just like pull them up with you and that's okay too. You don't have to completely leave them, but you might either way have to create some new boundaries and creating boundaries and, and borders in your life is probably one of the hardest thing that women struggle with like honestly if it comes down to like what's the real problem it's creating boundaries like saying yes saying no not letting people step all over you not letting people kind of take advantage of you it's like a thing we struggle with and even if you're like a tough muslima when those muslimas like no they're not going to take advantage of me blah 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 but there might still be a border struggle for you as well it could be something else and so like you have to understand that sometimes people are like they'll fall into arrogance so we, we can't be all like i'm too tough type of thing and then we can't be all like i'm miskeen oh i can't we have to have this balance and that's what the prophet peace be upon him had he had this middle way this balance and that's what we should be pushing for you know so i know not everybody by the way so as i push into the, just the advice i want to give you to how to pull away from a group i just want to let you know like straight out the bat like people are not going to take it well like that's the toughest part um, when I got to certain levels of myself, like sometimes like I was taught the wrong thing, like just flat out. I was not taught things were not allowed. I didn't even know it till I started to learn about my Dean in a certain way. And then I was like, oh, so I, I can't do that. Oh, I, I didn't even know. Okay. So now I have to stop doing that or I have to stop going to those places or talking to those people. Like I didn't even know. Like, so Allahu Alam, like when you don't know, Allah forgives you. But the minute you know, you, you need to stop and I need to stop. So there's accountability, alhamdulillah. So people are not going to go well about it. So don't, don't, think it's just you and you're not doing it right but we do have to understand there's nothing we can really do about it and time will heal all wounds okay so the first suggestion I want to give you is be gentle be gentle and honest the truth hurts guys the truth hurts hurts anybody now you can always choose the best way to say something but at the end of the day sometimes the sting is still there try your best to be super honest and open with people and do it in the gentlest way possible. The Prophet, peace be upon him, what I loved about him, and I read this one great book, it was like the 14 methods or something, like when he had one thing to do or to say, he would do it like, it's obviously more than 14 ways, but like like he would totally diagnose the type of person and the best way to say it to them. And I'm gonna talk to moms here for a second. Like for example, um, you have five kids in your house you do not deal with all five of them the same way. Now we might do it because it's easy for us generically, but it's actually not the good thing to do. For example, I have one child. If I yell at her, like even raise my voice, yell at her, like make my voice higher. She just like going to bust into tears. She's like the most sensitive and it actually will make her so emotional. She cannot function and do what I need her to do. 
And then, so I know I have to talk to her in a certain way or she gets easily embarrassed. So I have to pull her in a room alone and talk to her. But there's another child I have that is just a little bit more stubborn because this is the way my grandma used to say, um, your children are like your fingers on your hand. They all come from the same hand, but they're all so different. I know moms will know exactly what I'm talking about. So like another child, I'll have to talk to them like super stern and maybe I have to say it in front of like her father you know just to make it like no it's not okay so like you have to get to know your friends you have to get to know the ones you need to deal with and say what is the best way to approach them that's what the prophet peace be upon him did and he would get to know people what he had to do and it was so smart the way he would address them and so I encourage you if you want to study that I don't know what the name of the book is anymore guys and be honest if I can find it I'll link it below if not I just need you to know reading people and that's also something I'm going to do in my marriage course I just want to throw that out there I'm really excited about this like a lot of people are like I don't know if I should marry that person I don't know if you know they're really tr- who they say they are or really like that kind of a Muslim and I don't know how to like know what to ask them or know how to tell this or that like I have some I have a personality trait toolkit guys that I'm going to be sharing that is going to blow your socks off and it's just like how to read people the science of reading people and the science of people and like human nature and behavior and body language and stuff it's really going to help you out a ton that'll be coming out in my um how to get married like Muslim style my Muslim marriage lab course so yeah just throwing that out there but he would he was great at that and from that he would know how to respond to people so be gentle be honest but know who you're talking to so that you know how to approach them the right way the second point or suggestion is be firm now guys it's a skill it's a skill to be firm so when I was a person who used to be weaker when I would tell people no it was kind of like no, no, I, I, I really don't want it to do that because, and then I'd like explain myself and I'd be super misky and like super weak about it. And like, uh, uh-uh. and then the person could like change my mind in two seconds and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking about. Uh, uh-uh. you know, that is not the way to do it. But then also the other way to do it is not, excuse me, the other way not to do it is being like, no, I'm not going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like being like over aggressive. It's just, it's not cute either. Okay, the prophet peace be upon him. He said, especially with females, when we speak, we shouldn't make soft voices and we shouldn't make loud voices. We should be like right in the middle, right? We're not trying to be like super, like you know, like aggressive, and we're trying trying to be like miskeen. We're trying to be like right in the middle. Our no means no. Like no, I'm sorry, I really can't do that. No, I'm sorry, I can't. I really wish I could, but I just can't. Like you have to know what you're saying, and you need to walk away, and you need to like. Somebody said the other day, and I loved it. They said, say no like it's a full sentence just say no you don't have to explain yourself you don't have to go into like the nitty-gritty guys just like i'm not able to do that anymore it's just not within my capacity it's not within my bandwidth it's just not who i am anymore and i really care about you and i hope you can understand that i can't go to you with these places i can't hang out with guys i can't go um you know to that party i can't like whatever it is now if they won't respect that and then like you can't like because there's some friends like you you can still like study with them or you can still do basic stuff but then there's some friends that you can't let me give you a female example i know all my females are gonna know what i'm talking about there are some women that you get in a group with them and they just do not stop talking about other women you know what I'm talking about, right? Whew. I'm going to be honest. That's like a pet peeve of mine. Not just because it's from the sunnah that we don't backbite. It's called the riba. Riba is like really bad. It's like really, really bad. And us women, psh, we don't even take it seriously. But it's one of the hugest reasons why women, you know, end up in a knot, right? So 
And when you're with women like that all the time, there's just no way you're not going to end up backbiting too, even if you try not to, because they're just going to suck you in. There's those women that do that. So like, you might have to be like, stay away from that person. But if these people in general, like there's certain times you could be with them or not, then you could separate, but you have to be firm. And you have to let your know me know. And that's basically the biggest thing I want to say with this point. Okay? So the first one is be gentle, be honest, know who you're speaking to, and the way you need to approach them. The second one is be firm. It's a total skill. You're going to have to practice it. It probably took me like 10 years going from Miskeen to whatever. But that's because I didn't have anybody to guide me. I'm here to guide you guys. I'm here to guide you. And if you want more information on that, I will totally help you the best I can. But it, honestly, it's one of those things you just have to do. You have to practice and do it. The last one. Now, this one could come off offensively, especially if I know people who are friends of mine or like family members that are listening. No, but this is this is the truth. You need to be busy. You need to be busy. Now, I honestly don't have to try to be busy. People who know my schedule often tell me no. That is not your schedule. You do not do all of that in one day. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I do, <laughs> you know? And so if you caught my podcast that was how to hold it all together, right? It's like a picture of like glue. Then you'll know that I do a ton in a day. I'm like highly productive. I was not always that way. But I've come up with a system that really works. And that's what my newest YouTube video coming out is going to be on. I've been t- like totally filming that for you guys. Because I know you've been loving it and asking me for it. So like I already have a podcast on it. If you want to go check it out, maybe I'll link it below. But also have a YouTube video. So anyway, that's coming up. Inshallah ta'ala. So uh, with that, be busy. So I'm naturally busy. I don't have to try to be busy. But some people, you know, they need to be busy to stay away from people that are going to drag them down if they are struggling to say no if they're struggling and they feel like I'm not ready yet to tell people the truth I don't know how to deal with that person be busy you have exams you have work you have a new situation at home just be busy it means you don't you're not obligated to answer the phone answer every text I know millennials it's so hard not to like answer a message I get it but you need to just leave that person alone you didn't see it you weren't there you didn't have time so sorry Now you might say, oh my gosh, that's so haram, lying to people. Are you suggesting we lie to people? No, no, never, never am I suggesting that. That's totally not okay. But, but, and this is where Islam, alhamdulillah, has a lot of legroom in understanding people's different situations. Um, I'm going to reference for a second the Prophet Ibrahim alayhi Prophet Ibrahim, when he was a teenager, you know, there are accounts where they would explain that people used to come from his, his town or whatever, and they would invite him to haram. There'd be music playing or parties or something. When they would come and tell him to go with them, same situation, right? Bad friends, right? He would say, no, I'm sorry, I can't go. And he would be like so honest with them. But you know, some people, they just like don't stop. Like they keep coming. Like, no, I don't want any. No, no, thanks. No, I don't want to go. And they're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like they just keep showing. So he was just like, they were one of those groups, right? So after a while, the response he gave was that he said he was sick or he said he was busy because they just wouldn't stop. Like he was, he was actually strong enough to say it to them, but he also knew they wouldn't stop. So after a while, he was always sick and always busy. And so they, after a while, gave up on him. They just did. So what is my suggestion? My suggestion is always be gentle and honest and be firm. But if in the end, none of that is working for you because you're not strong enough yet to do it, or those people are not respecting your no then you might have to use that one and just pull it out. And I've had to do that before because there are people that just don't get it. Then they start ranting on you. You're so rude. You never answer this stuff. Like they'll get over it, guys. What I need you to do is just ask yourself this question. 
Is this person going to help me be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When I leave their presence, does it make me want to like do some nasty stuff? Or does it make me want to feel closer to Allah and be a better person? It's so easy. You can easily put groups of people in those categories. Making me be better? Not making me be better. You have that gut I told you about. So I'm promising you it is not an easy process, but it is one that once you start doing it, you start to feel free. Free to tell people what you really think, what you really feel, that you don't really want to do things, guys. We have to become stronger. And if you are a strong person and that is not something you struggle with, try to be a little bit like more empathetic, a little bit gentle, maybe not so harsh. Maybe like pull it back a notch, you know, because we all have to find balance, the balance I spoke about. I really hope that helped you guys. I hope that really answered your question. If there's anything else, I love to talk to you guys. I love to help you out. Um, leave me a uh, comment in the DM. Don't forget to subscribe so you can be part of our family and get totally first, first access to all that stuff I put out. If you're enjoying this podcast and you are benefiting, please leave a review so the next sister will know this is a good place to get help and information. Thank you so much, guys. Talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.